The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Quirky Dog Podcast, inspired by some of the quirkiest dogs you can ever imagine and the owners who love them. This podcast is brought to you by the quirky couple themselves, Scott and Jess Williams. Their aim is to educate and entertain. Here's Scott and Jess. Welcome, guys, and thank you for joining us today. Happy Wednesday. We are just cruising right through December, almost to 2021. We couldn't be more excited. What's the rush? <laughs> so many good things happening this year. I'm ready to just move on from 2020. So we have a very special guest um, here today. It is actually our personal dog's vet. Um, her name is Dr. Shauna Shag, and we're very happy to have her here with us. We're going to be discussing a bit of... COVID vet times, because this has been going on a little longer than we thought. Like March, it was like, all right, change protocol. And now all of a sudden it's a new way of living. But first, as always, we're going to start with the quirky tip of the day. You want to be my big I'd love to. All right. You are. By the way, it took us like 10 years to find Dr. Shag. I know. Uh, there was a point in time in my life where. <laughs> and then had... she was on double secret probation for about a year and a half. <laughs> no, no, no. But we, we, uh, we had like three months there where I didn't have like a go-to vet and I was freaking the heck out. Um, but my quirky tip of the day actually is if you live in like Northern New Hampshire or not Northern, Northern Mass, um, Southern New Hampshire, Southern Maine, if you do live there, um, she is chief of staff of the Health and Wellness. Animal I would Hospital. travel as far as Connecticut. <laughs> I would. I would. Uh, we travel now forty-five minutes to see her. But um, yeah, if you live near there, Hampton Falls, New Hampshire, that is um, her practice, and we are absolutely thrilled with it. So thank you for being on. Welcome. Happy Wednesday. Hi. Thanks for having me <laughs> and on. And free refrigerator magnet. <laughs> No, it is. I, I, I'm very happy that, um, we found you guys and, uh, we were talking briefly before the show, but COVID vet business, what's life like? Like, how has it been? It's been crazy, (laughs) insane. Like we're seeing more patients now than we ever did. Um, what do you think that's from? Like, what is that attributed to? (laughs) Well, I think part of it is people are home more. So they're like paying attention. They stare at the the dog until it's sick. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we used to see that a lot, like on like rainy days or snowy days, we'd actually get an influx because people like would be home and like look at their pet and be like, oh, how long has that been Mm. going? Yeah. He's been missing a toe for three weeks. Yeah. Well, and also I think we're all kind of like erring a little maybe towards the fatalist side of our thinking. So then like you're just worry is easier to like come into your life and surge into your life with anything. So the other thing is people like to control stuff. I know how you are. (laughs) And we can't control what's going on in the world, but we can get our damn vaccinations up current well, if we need to. Yeah, I mean, uh, we. I think a lot of people adopted animals. Yeah, that's true. Too. Which is a good I thing. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. great, and I'm hoping that that doesn't backfire. Yeah. Um. You know, because well, people they just... are like, "Oh, I'm home. I'll just get a dog." And yeah. it's like, well, you know, you're going to have this dog. For a while, just, just it's not just during yeah. COVID. So you eventually will go back to work. It, you know, make yeah. sure you're doing, you know, training, XYZ, that you're leaving yeah. the dog home, yeah. that you're like giving it space. So that way it doesn't have extreme separation anxiety. So I'm hoping that that won't be a, like an influx once things do return to normal. Yeah. But see, you're erring on the side of worry. So we got to just think that it's oh, all yeah. going to go great. 
all I do is worry. Because in our profession, we know that everything always goes great with dogs and owners. No, no issues ever. Just stock up on that psychiatric medication. <laughs> and you'll be all set. That's right. Yeah. Better yeah. Lo- living through pharmaceuticals. Exactly. That's exactly. That's how it goes. <laughs> That's the motto moving forward. So what is um, the deal with the protocols and how everything goes? I know like normally it's curbs, it's curbside only, right? Yeah, um, for for our practice, it is. Um, There's a few practices out there that I guess are letting in like one client at a time. And uh, but for our practice, basically, um, you you call, you make an appointment and we send you an email that kind of has the check in questions. Okay, and that's hopefully to just streamline the check in process. So it's not, you know, now you're on the phone and and it's making it longer. Yeah. So, and then you can email that back to us. Then you show up at your appointment time, you park in a designated, you know, spot number and you call. And then you basically, we do like a brief little check-in of like, you know, what's the best number to reach you at? What spot are you in? What make and model of your car? Has anybody in your household been sick? And, you know, and then we'll have a technician either get on the phone with you right away or call you right back to then check you in fully, meet you at the door. And we actually have little vestibules. So it's a double door system because we were right on route one. Yeah. And yeah, that was a bit of a learning curve. <laughs> um, the, the handoff between the owners. Okay. Um, so I try to, you know, it, it, some people get a little lax about it, but I'm like, no, they need to actually step into the vestibule, yeah, close yeah, yeah. the door. Yeah. Then you step in, hand off, and then leave. Okay. Um, versus the outside hand yeah, yeah, off, yeah. which can get a little yeah. hairy. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> we know about those handoffs. So it's kind of like yeah. ordering at Sonic now, but you're at the vet. It's like a whole new thing. You have your own your own spot, everything else. So are people following protocols? Are they being good? I would say probably you know ninety seven percent of people yeah, they are just pretty good. It's just part of life, and that's it. Occasionally, we get a few that try to like you know push the envelope a bit of you know well I can go into my library, I can go into the restaurant. Yeah. Why can't I go into my vet? And you know it's it's hard because um, most vet offices the rooms are enclosed. There's no yeah. ventilation. Yeah. And they're usually like a two by two room. They're very small. Mm. And so there is no way to actually have six feet of distance. Yeah. Um, and yeah. with you so, touching the dog and them holding the dog or however it's going to work. Yeah. And again, you know, it's impossible for me and my staff to always be six feet apart. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're going to have to help, you know, restrain the dog or something for me to do the exam draw blood. And so we're going to be close together. So if the owner's insisting that they have to hold the dog as well, now that distance is nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. in an unclosed space. And so it just makes things a little, um, bit, a little bit more risky. Yeah. What's going on with euthanasia? Oh, that's the hardest part. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the euthanasia. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's new? Um, is something new that. going on with that? Well, normally like you euthanize a dog in the vet's office. I thought oh, that was a pretty, mean, people like, can't smooth, go with, right, yeah. right. Yeah, Hit I the hand that was off. a pretty obvious yeah. question. And that's been, um, you know, that's been the only exception that we've had is, uh, that the, uh, we do have one room, 
Yeah, um, right by the back that we door. Have a side really. door. Yeah, so it's right there. It's easier. So they out. come and they have to be wearing masks. Um, I was allowing just one person in, but eh, I kind of was like, okay, well, two people. Yeah. That's it. If it's a bigger family, then we were setting up a tent area or something outside um, for them. But as the weather's turning, yeah. eh, I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah. That's why we were trying to think of other ways to use our waiting room area with like dividers and things like that for bigger groups to come in. But, um, yeah, it's been hard to I... order those di- dividers because everybody's ordering yeah. dividers. Yeah. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all a new time, huh? Yeah. Oh I was just like, I just can't win. It's like, you gotta be like two months ahead of, of the curve. Yeah. Otherwise you're not, you're yeah. not going to do it. You're way, otherwise you're way behind. How is it going? You have girls at home too. Are they at home for school? What's that like? So my school is like amazing. Um, they really took the time, uh, to come up with a real good plan for in-building learning. Good. Um, it was basically, you had a choice of doing all virtual or all in-school. And they hired more teachers. They created classrooms. They These kids are in a class of 11 That's all great. over. And they stay in their little pods, even when they're on the playground. They're segregated. Everybody wears masks. Doesn't matter if you're a kindergartner or the staff members. It's, you're masked all the time. And then as far as food preparation, they actually outsourced it to it's like a really good company and they deliver the food. So it's made um, in a controlled facility and then delivered in all these prepackaged um, containers oh my gosh, if they order the school lunch. So they get so. to see everybody and they're happy and they go five days a week and it works out. Yeah. I Good. mean, it's, it's, you know, my biggest concern was with my oldest daughter who's in fourth grade. I was like, it's going to be it's going to be good, but not good because like her best friend is in another classroom. So yeah. she can't interact with her. She can't see her. She can't play with her in the playground. And so that has come up a couple of times, but we've tried to um, get together with them in a safe way yeah. um, outside of school. Yeah. It's like you guys at the office with your teams, everybody at school has their teams. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's like we're all back to school. <laughs> No, I think kids I know. kids need to learn to suffer early. Oh, that's early true. Just like you. Just like you to really build that resilience and it really works out great. All right, we're going to go to break super quick. And then uh, when we get back, we're going to discuss b- more about COVID bet times. And I want to talk about your running too, because you're like a badass oh marathon runner. I won't make you demo. One, one I won't marathon. make you demo anything. Enough to have the bumper sticker on your car. All right, we'll see you that's after right. That's all I wanted. <laughs> What makes Coranda Beds chew-proof? Only Coranda Beds have a patented design which secures the fabric inside the frame, making it totally inaccessible to jaws and paws. Your dog can't chew the fabric because we've hidden the edges inside the rails. Dogs love Coranda Beds. See why? Coranda Beds come in a variety of custom sizes. You can even add a fleece pad on top for extra coziness. And these beds can be used both indoors and outdoors. But best of all, our beds are easy to clean. Just wipe them off or hose them down. Visit dogbed.us slash the quirky dog for more details. I'm getting crushed um, walnut shells. (laughs) 
Oh, your cigar you're smoking? Yeah. Scott's going to be on the Cigar Authority Saturday, so they're all chatting about yeah, their I'm ins just... and outs of that. I have to do my Oprah's favorite things, too, because I uh, almost forgot. So uh, we're going to do this the week of Christmas, and uh, for all our Patreon supporters, and this week uh, that I'm going to be giving away as our Oprah's favorite things well, on that podcast. She is on her boyfriend there. What's his name? The Travel Calm. Oprah's boyfriend? Oprah's, oh, yeah, she, she uses, uses this for Stedman. She doesn't. This is for dogs. Spray it on the dogs near the ears or whatever before you go on a ride if they get anxious traveling. Okay, so um, I want to chat about your running. Have you done any virtual <laughs> runs or anything? Um, I had signed up for like three different, no, two different half marathons and everything before, and then those all went virtual. Yeah. And so I did one um, virtual half marathon and it was not pretty um, <laughs> because, you know, trying to map out a course that you can do safely in distance from everybody else. And also like, okay, are you going to like stash water and food snacks <laughs> yeah, along the route yeah. <laughs> or are you going to run back to your car? So I tried yeah. like running back to my car switching out my water bottles so that I could have enough fluids to get through. It, it was not pretty. Oh my gosh. Um, you so should've... I didn't do the second virtual half marathon. I was like, Oh, I'll was... wait a little bit. Yeah. But you should have hit your this... husband and your daughters off at different checkpoints and they could have been giving water yeah. and snacks <laughs> and whatever else they give. I don't know. I've never you done. You should have just put on the virtual glasses <laughs> and just stayed home and wa and watch the run. Just, <laughs> I, yeah. That's kind of what I do now. And so, yeah, it kind of got a little bad there for, you know, March and, you know, the COVID-15 started coming on and, uh, well, it's not I, as, it's not as energy providing, it seems to do these like bike races and these runs. I mean, not no. that I'm a runner, please, but like part of it is like, y'all get together and you're all oh, on yeah. the line and like, we're all failing it and you can't be the loser. Crazy yeah. Together. And at the turkey trot, yeah. you're not going to be the only one that like walks off the line. You're at least going to try early on. And if it's just you, it's kind of like, well, I mean, we, we just got yeah. rid of our gym membership. Well, my, my running started off strong in March oh, when, yeah, when the true. gym got shut down. I started running a lot <laughs> because I was already in good shape, but then right. slowly it just started chipping yeah. away. Now yeah. I'm eating yeah. giant one pound bars of chocolate <laughs> with melted <laughs> peppermint with me melted peppermint with marshmallows. marshmallows on them. Oh my yeah, God. That's where, that's where I've, oh, that's where I'm at now. Yeah. All right. So we know about you and your practice and vetting, and that's why we, you know, uh, choose you for our dogs and their safety. What have you seen as far as COVID cases? Like, are there different issues? Are there more of one issue? Is it all the same crap? Like what kind of stuff are you guys seeing, uh, in the um, vet's office with all of this? Yeah. I mean, we're seeing, you know, standard, you know, vaccination, annual appointments, yeah. um, wellness, blood work, things like that. But we actually had to change our schedule around to be able to accommodate um, because we do get a ton of sick, you know, calls. Yeah. Um, and so pretty much our appointment schedule, we're like, you know, each doctor has like a couple of appointments in the morning and the afternoon that you can make in advance. And the rest are blocked off for like day of emergencies, which is of happening. Which they pretty, will all get filled. Yeah, it's crazy. Before huh? like ten o'clock. And, and is that unusual, or is that just hashtag yeah, twenty twenty? Or yeah, I mean, what is yeah. people yeah, people being home? Dogs are until February right now. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I have crazy. a question before we get get off here, and I'm just wondering if um, it seems as though there's been a national conspiracy among the veterinary industry to turn their individual practices into profit monsters. <laughs> now, is there any kind of a, has there been seminars for veterinarians? Because they're, they're all expanding massively with their, 
their buildings. They're doing big yeah. expansion. There's one like thing, one well, vet's turning into six vets at, at one location. It's really turning into a, a real business, you know? It's different than it was 10 years ago, in my opinion. Well, yeah, yeah. And 10 years ago, even 20 years ago, um, you know, you had... And the vets didn't run marathons either. They worked. They were... <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, I would love it if I had, you know, multiple vets. Uh, right now we have three full-time vets um, and, you know, I'd love to add another vet just, you know, again, to just uh, get different people's ideas um, and, you know, everybody, uh, as you know, kind of bonds with a different type of person, you know, mm-hmm. like, and so it's nice to have a uh, like different people in your office that that way, you know, somebody likes this type of style yeah, LGBTQ of care versus that. that. Yeah. 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 Go on yeah. everywhere. But, um, you know, as far as like these mammoth hospitals, I mean, I've always worked in hospitals where there's like usually like two or three vets at most. Um, you know, I do per diem work at, um, a local emergency clinic as well. So, you know, that's a little bit different. Yeah. Well, we, one of the reasons we picked you is you didn't already have a bronze sculpture out in front of your vet's office. We have paid for a lot of that. We have, we have literally put a lot of bronze sculptures in front of vet's office. And yes, no, it just, yeah. it, Scott says this just more so from a roofing perspective, because he used to be a roofing contractor. And obviously like in any business and any profession, you go to conferences, there's ways to make money. And that's part of the reason we're in the profession, but there has been like a stark change with certain things over time. And I, your practice, at least, obviously it is, you know, there to help animals and to make money, but you do still have a holistic enough approach that I don't feel like every time I see yeah. you, I lost $1,500 and I don't know where it went no. or why. <laughs> no. And I've always, you know, uh, practiced, uh, you know, I was taught by some very great, um, professors and, you know, one of my favorite quotes was like, you know, if you do a test to change something, you know, you don't just do tests to do tests. And then what are you, what are you going to do with that? Um, you really have to do the physical exam, take the history, listen to people. Um, so that that way you can get an idea of like, okay, what could I do that would actually help the situation versus like, oh, let's just do some blood work or let's just do this. Yeah. Because, yeah. And yeah. that's well, and some how of it could I've be, always practiced. Some of it could be too. You just have strong intuition also and, you know, a lot of hands on the job experience. But it just, it, it, it is something we see a lot with our clients. Like, we'll look at them and we'll be like, oh my God, you just paid six grand for a spay? Like, that's a lot of money. <laughs> like, you know, like just weird things come up where we're like, well, that didn't seem well, yeah. it used to be. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, if you, uh, if you interview a lot of veterinarians and see what kind of cars they drive and where they live. <laughs> it's obvious we're not making a lot of money. We're not all in the same boat. Yeah. All right. No. So what about um, for people listening, because uh, people listen pretty much all over the country and sometimes all over the world, what can we do as patients to make it easier for you guys? Because the times of COVID are not over and now we're going into really dark times where everybody's numbers are going up and it's cold and it's slippery and it's harder to get dogs yeah. out and around. So what can we do as dog owners, cat owners, animal owners to make your lives better over these next few months? Um, I mean, filling out the like pre-check-in really streamlines things. Um, just being patient. Uh, you know, we certainly understand, you know, with curbside, okay, you can drop your animal off. You can go run an errand, do something else, and I can call you on your cell phone. And, you know, so that way you're not just sitting out in your car with it running and, 
we've had to jump a few people with their car batteries. <laughs> They're like mechanics thing. and vets now. <laughs> so yeah, we're really good at that too. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, bring your phone charger with you. Yeah. Make sure your phone is charged. <laughs> Don't have another conversation on the phone while I'm trying to call you. Yeah. Um, Don't ignore my yeah, call so, while I'm calling about your animal while you're waiting outside my office. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That <laughs> happens a lot too. Um, and just, uh, you know, our biggest, uh, along, you know, across the board and all my friends that are, um, in the middle of this as well. And we're all dealing with the same thing is just, just be nice. Yeah. You know, we're trying to help you yeah. and we really take it to heart. It's, it's stressful for us. Um, we get anxious. We don't like running behind either. And, you know, so just realize that we're all in the same boat <clears throat> and open communication is the best. Yeah. The be nice one could even expand beyond the vet world. Just maybe we that, all try oh, yeah. that. <laughs> that would be worthy of a just discount. Be nice. Just, be, <laughs> just follow the rules. Be nice. Just, even at just, the grocery store. Just be nice wherever you are. Just try it out. Might feel good. Who knows? All right. Know. Well, yeah. thank you so much um, for coming on. Uh, I know it's been a busy season for you, so we appreciate you taking time out of your day. And good luck. It's been a go of this. We haven't seen you much during all of it, but I I know. I guess that's I try to get outside every once in a while just to, you know, <laughs> act like a normal see person. people because I'm like, I haven't seen this person in forever. And, <laughs> well, we got to see you actually... on the screen and you look great. Yeah. So yeah. we're excited oh, about that. If you need a <laughs> studio at thequirkydog.com, um, check out the URL for health and wellness uh, in the description. And guys, have a great week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks, Dr. Shag. Right. Good to see you. Keep Thank it quirky. You. All right, take care, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.